Welcome back to Witchcast, guys. My name is Julia. I am the host to this podcast. So I am obsessed with the Poison Path Herbal. As you guys are aware, I posted an episode yesterday about Mandrake. Um, So today I was looking through the book and I came across Deadly Nightshade, a.k.a. Belladonna, a.k.a. the killer of all killers. Um, as you know, Belladonna was featured as a kind of like, um, a sleep aider toxin in Practical Magic. That's the first time I've ever heard of Belladonna. And then Belladonna was also featured in the movie Nightmare Before Christmas as Deadly Nightshade. So I am obsessed with learning about this new kind of, well, new to me herb. That's very harmful and but can be very useful at the same time. So before we get started with Belladonna, I wanted to try something different. Um, Typically, I use a tarot card of the day to kind of get started. Um, But I had just recently found this in my deck of a million things. Um, It is a spells deck by... Let's see, Cat Cabral, illustrations by Kim Knoll. I found this at Barnes & Noble like ages ago. Um, so the spells deck is like basically, it, it's like in a form of like a tarot deck. It says it has 78 charms, remedies, and the rituals for the modern mystic. So I wanted to pull a card every single time I make an episode. So let's see what card we pull. I've already pre-shuffled it, so don't judge me. Um, I didn't pull it. I have no idea what the card's going to be, so you're going to be with me on finding out which card we're going to get. All right. So it looks like we have the card Athame, known as the Witch's Ritual Knife. The Athame is a powerful, active tool in witchcraft. Okay, we all know this. The Athame is traditionally a double-edged knife with a black, dark-colored handle and represents air or fire depending on the witch's tradition, used exclusively for magical work, not for carving or any other utilitarian purposes. The athame is used to call the elements, cast a circle and evoke or banish energies. On a full moon, paint a magical symbols that represent manifestation and action on your athame's handle, letting it dry under the moonlight, which I think is very cool. So this is part of the witch's tool. So this is what we pulled for today, and I mean, that's very cool. It's very informational, so like depending on which card you pull, um, it kind of just like goes over like an overview of what each item is. I'm curious to see what the next card would be for spells, but that's for another episode. So um, we're going to get into Belladonna. Um, I remember I did an episode with... Alana regarding Belladonna like ages ago um, on her podcast and everything. So this is like a quick refresher for me and it's more in depth, honestly. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to read you passages from the book and then we'll kind of see together what Belladonna is all about. So let's see. Belladonna Atropa Belladonna, the beautiful seductress. Seductress. Oh my god. It's already seducing me, and I don't even know what this plant even looks like. Um, so we both read yesterday, or the episode from yesterday, that the relatives are the mandrake, 
Urbane and Thorn Apple. So this is all re relatively in the same family. Um, Belladonna's history and mythology. Belladonna is sacred to the goddess Hecate, who was feared and respected as a titan goddess that when the gods took over Mount Olympus, Zeus gave her rule over the sea, sky, and underworld. Belladonna's material qualities are evident in her connection to her namesake, Belladonna, or, ooh, Bellona. I did not know Hecate's name was Bellona. The Roman goddess of war and are reflected in the plant's unpredictability. She can be fashioned into a powerful um, fetish of protection in spiritual warfare and used to empower weapons for physical protection and spiritual battle. In this aspect, Belladonna is a warrior goddess sovereign of the battlefield. She is like the Morrigan, meaning great queen or phantom queen, the Irish goddess of war and fate who flies above the battlefield, much like the Valkyrie. Norse mythology and maidens who collect soul of the fall fallen warriors. Belladonna was known as Walker Baron or Walker Berry or Valkyrie Berry. Um, it's, ooh, her Latin name refers to Atropos, one of the three fates believed responsible for cutting the thread connecting one to the web of life. Like Atropos, the fate who cuts the cord of life, Saturn also rules separation, an action that appears in this plant's ability to separate us from our bodily fluids and in some cases our life force. While Mercury is a traveler who goes between realms, Saturn is the gatekeeper found in all boundaries, holding all keys to the other worlds. In this capacity, gatekeeper herbs like Belladonna can be called upon to cut a window, cut a widow, widow or window, window or door through the veil. Oh, that makes sense. Window then. While Mercurian plants allow us to transform and grow wings to travel above the and below, Satyrian plants open the way here in the middle realm. Just as the peoples are open to resemble the dark void of Belladonna Berry, our inner world is opened as well. All right. So, it also says, Belladonna, the beautiful lady, was an infamous herb used in the Middle Ages by physicians and magicians alike. It is mentioned in many obscure and well-known ma manuscripts on medicine and medieval books on magic. The plant was used in common medicinal preparations into the 1800s before eventually fading into obscurity. It's medicinal and magic value remembered only by herbalists and cunning folk. Today, she is reclaiming her infamy, infamy in the lore of classical witchcraft and modern and theogenic study. Her name was once known as Europe, and she was... She went by sinister titles. So, homegirl was BFFs with Hakate. So, we all know that Hakate is the goddess of the underworld. I'm sure she would use Belladonna to either aid um, people crossing over to transition into a war, more like weird state of consciousness. Or she used Belladonna just to kill people and bring them to the underworld. Either way, Hecate is a badass. And I have full faith in her using Belladonna for good and evil since she is my patron deity. I love her to death. And I think that the use of Belladonna and her makes complete sense. Like, I had no idea that she was connected to Belladonna, aka Deadly Nightshade, which makes sense because... Belladonna is, as we're learning, is the basically a death plant. 
So very cool. Um, let's see. All right. Belladonna and magical practice. If one plant spirit were marked as a witch, it would be the spirit of Atropa Belladonna, like Hecate, the queen of the witches. Belladonna holds a similar status as one of the ruling herbs of the poisonous path. She is a quintessential representation of what it is to be a witch, marked as an outsider, feared for her dangerous nature, and sought out for her powers of glamour and seduction. She is one of the patron herbs of witchcraft and sorcery. And the gifts the and the gifts this plant has to share with the manifold given only to those who approach her with reverence and respect that she commands. All right, so it says the devil's herb, as she is sometimes called, is an ally to those on the crooked path. But make no mistake, she is a harsh teacher to those bold enough to explore her mysteries. The powers that her spirits um, has collected over the centuries, powers gained from both pagan practice and medieval folklore take many forms. The diabolism perpetuated in the Middle Ages has only served to expand her already vast repertoire of legendary powers. Okay, so it also says as a gatekeeper plant, Belladonna opens the energy centers and expands awareness to spiritual realms. She opens gateways to other realms of consciousness, trance, and the other world. She can also help by us by removing toxic situations and people, Saturn, and providing offensive protection, Mars. Belladonna is a combination of Saturian energy being a poisonous plant and Martian force due to her aggress aggressive and protective nature. At times, she acts as an herb of Venus with her seductive qualities. Um, so what Belladonna is really used for? Belladonna is a practice is appropriate for works of necromancy, specifically calling the dead to the middle of the world for assistance. So you could probably use this um, if you're calling your ancestors or um, if you're doing a offering to your ancestors or wanting to speak to the spirit realm. Um, I feel like Belladonna would be a great plant used correctly to communicate and bring your higher self to consciousness. So, personal experience recommends employing appropriate protective measures before attempting this. Her affinity with witchcraft makes her a perfect plan for offerings and summonings to the money dead. Exactly what I was just saying. She can connect with the she can connect with and reach out to those individuals who have walked the crooked path before us and have chosen to remain behind to help other practitioners, thereby continuing their own work. Okay. Um, it says, as a charm, fetish, or talisman, belladonna has numerous applications within the realm of natural magic. The ways this plant can be used to create vessels for spirits or talismans of protection barely scratches the surface. Of the practical magic applications for the pari enchanting herb, the spirit of the plant also guides the practitioner to a new insightful uses of the plant material. Um, let's see... Her martial associations with the goddess of war and berserker rage ensure success of offensive magic. She is particularly appropriate for magical warfare, lending her martial qualities and berserker rage to magical weapons when enchanting them. The juice from the berries or leaves can be used to anoint objects of magical protection, divination, necromantic fetishes. They can also be made into a tincture for the same purposes, which lasts indefinitely. Um, so I'm assuming if you were to make, um, 
like an herb satchel to carry as protection. You can probably put dried belladonna into that satchel. I'm not sure if belladonna has a drying quality in it or if you can dry the herb itself. I'm assuming you can if it's an herb. So what I would recommend is I would do a lot more research before you start doing a satchel of belladonna. But it seems like the ultimate protection ally in terms of making sure that you don't get sucked in by emotional vampires or people who wish you ill harm. Um, belladonna would probably be a really good plant to put as a protection element into your home. Um, it has a lot of qualities of protection, which I find to be very, very interesting and rewarding considering it is Hakate's herb of choice or ally. I feel like it would be her familiar as well. Um, Belladonna definitely has an aspect of wanting to protect you if you respect it and if you honor it correctly. Um, let me see. What else is there to talk about Belladonna? So Belladonna dosage and preparation. Chemically, Belladonna has a high alkaloid content. Her main compounds are atropine, solanine, and scopolamine. These tropane alkaloids are active components for which the plant is known, acting on the human nervous system. So I know belladonna can be used as an aid for Alzheimer's and some sort of kind of just like ailment for when you're having issues with sleep, I think. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, we're here. Belladonna is used in homeopathic medicine to treat anxiety, feeling of distress and uneasiness, heat-related facial flushing, throbbing in the head, uh, nervousness and excite excitability, and restless sleep plagued by nightmares and for cold extremities and warm head. So I was right. It is a sleep aid. Um, it helps you kind of unwind. It's kind of like anxiety medication. Instead of using pills, you probably make tea out of it or some sort of um, overall kind of like um, tincture, like I was saying, like a potion. Um, let's see. The homeopathic dose is diluted extract, not exceeding one part of a hundred, according to the homeopathic um, pharmacopias, with a total alkaloid content below 0.001%. That's all you can use. It is on this basis that alkaloid content, the mother tincture, is limited to the amount of 0.1%. So you can't really use too much of this. The dosage is pretty much in this book as well of what you can or cannot use. So I highly recommend looking at the dosages before you even consume or work with the um, belladonna because it could be fatal, it says. Um, let's see. So this, like I said, this belladonna is ba basically a deadly nightshade. So this book comes with a deadly nightshade glyph. It's what I was talking about yesterday with Mandrake, how they have like a sigil. Deadly Nightshade also has a sigil that you can use um, as a like added element to your practice when you're making or creating spells. You can probably add Belladonna's glyph, um, the, the Deadly Nightshade glyph, as a protection spell in um, your uses for protection. 
Um, but other than that, I am extremely fascinated with this book. It has so many good qualities. Um, holy shit, it's awesome. Uh, The Poison Path Herbal by Kobe Michael. Guys, I'm going to keep making episodes about this because I find it to be very insightful for me. I don't know if this is helpful for you, but if you guys really like me reading about different herbs and plants and stuff, let me know. I have a bunch of different books I want to go through as well and talk to you guys about. So yeah, if you guys find this helpful, just let me know what you want me to read about next. Um, we can read this together. It's actually very crafty and I absolutely love this book. So if you guys want to hear more about this, let me know and I love you guys. See you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.